This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live podcast, where we look at the strategies behind the world's best talent acquisition teams. We talk recruiting, sourcing, and talent acquisition. Each week, we take one overcomplicated topic and break it down so that your three-year-old can understand it. Make sense? Are you ready to take your game to the next level? You're at the right spot. You're now entering the mind of a hustler. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ninety-nine problems, but a pitch ain't one. How to get a green light? So we know where the reference is coming from, right? Or do we? I do. I do. Yeah. Do you? Yes. <laughs> do you know what he's talking about? I got ninety-nine problems, but a pitch ain't one. But do you know what he's talking about? That. I, what, do you know what Jay's talking about? I think so. All right, give me, give me. What do you well, think? I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, if you think so, then there's. Now, a now I'm on the spot. I don't know. <laughs> He's talking about guns. Ah, yeah. And, see, I didn't, I didn't yeah. get that. Yeah, yeah. If you if you read the lyrics, well, if you follow his career and you read yeah. the lyrics, he's not talking about women. Ah, but people read it and think and think that he's talking. About, yeah. hey, I'm, I got ninety nine problems, but a bitch ain't one. That's he's not talking about women. He's got not talking it. about dogs. Yeah, that tells you how much I like the song. He's talking about guns. <laughs> I, I have no problem having guns. Yeah, well, clearly. So we're sitting here in Texas. <laughs> no, uh, no, Jay. I'm not, not me. Uh, no, si- no. Jay doesn't have any problems with guns or being around right. guns or, or any of those types Where of are we at now? Where? We are in Belton, Texas. Belton, Texas. We are. So I'm a visitor in the uh, lake house of Mr. Tin Cup. And... Uh, so the 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 lake house here that has a mile mile and a half road to get in yeah something or yeah, other yeah you've you've run it I've yeah, I'm running it to be healthy <laughs> as Fitbit. I'm here and uh, as I as I pass the one or three houses that are here they all have gun signs and no trespasser signs in array loud dogs and oh, yeah. all this and so oh, yeah. I. I have to. I have to be question. Caref- be careful. Yeah, as I'm running through, <laughs> and then the big sign that says "invited guest only." That's right. Well, you're invited. You're they fine. don't know that I'm invited. <laughs> well, how fast can you run? They, <laughs> they just know that I'm running down this dirt road. Don't run in a straight line. Always yeah. zigzag. <laughs> and then know. today, a car comes past me, and I'm. Uh, hey, how uh, you doing? How you doing? Just well, this wave. They usually start like. Like uh, with most rednecks, they'll start with, you're not from around here, are you? Yeah. Water? Is it water or water? <laughs> that, that is a tr- that's a giveaway right it's, there. It's a water in my That's book. a tell. So, so 99 problems with a pitch ain't one. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about it. Sure. I think, you know, the thing is getting quickly to um, your relevance with practitioners. So I think where we uh, kind of convolute and where we make mistakes with practitioners is we try to you know be the Swiss Army knife, you know so we solve all these problems, mm-hmm. and and here's the fifteen thing, different things, and they're overwhelmed because hey they're not interested yet, like we haven't gotten gotten them to a place that they're interested. So the first thing we have to do is just listen and say hey what's your what's keeping you up at night? What's your biggest challenge? I I can't. I, for whatever reason, and I've tried it a number of different ways, but we can't get enough quality candid flow. We can get candid flow. Uh, we can buy the flow, but we can't get quality. Okay, so now I've heard your problem. That's your pain. I got mm-hmm. that. Now I'm listening. 
I don't have to tell you about the 15 things that we do or do well. I have to tell you about the one thing we do well. So when we pitch, and again, pitching is for marketers and for salespeople and for executives. It's for everybody. We typically think of pitch as an investment pitch or we think of it as a sales pitch, but really we listen to people. If we, if we do our jobs correctly, we listen to practitioners. We find out what their biggest pain is. And then if, if we solve it, hopefully we do, if we solve it, we don't talk about anything else other than their pain. And we, we, we bring it back to other people that we've solved that pain for. So you've got this problem with volume, quality, candidate flow. Okay, we, you know, we worked with Walmart. We've worked with you know, Amazon. We've worked with, and here's how they've solved that using our software. So those practitioners had a similar problem that you've had, and here's how that. Now, they went about it a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some nuances to that, but here's how they did it. And uh, we'd love you to show you the software so that, you know, it might work out, it might not. But if that's your pain, I, I, think, we have a, I think we have a good chance of, you know, being able to help you with that pain. So I think, I think that's the, the pitch part is getting to the one place in the conversation where you listen, you identify the single, singularly the pain, and then you just focus on their pain, just resolve their pain, and then talk about how your clients, how your product roadmap, all that type of stuff, all the content you have comes back to their pain. Oh, you know, we have a good white paper on that. We have a good ebook on that. You know, there's a webinar coming up that's dealing with that mm. particular topic. Like it's becoming a resource. Becoming a resource. And it's just about that one thing. Yeah. Where I think I think most of us it's diarrhea of the mouth <laughs> where we want to tell them everything. Yeah. We want to talk about our new CEO. They yeah. don't they don't where, let me ask you, where where do you think that comes from? And I'm referring the, the diarrhea of the mouth. Where does that come from inexperience? on the sales team and marketing team, or does that come from just, I don't know. Like wh- where does that come from? It, it comes from um, thinking that you're more important than the person you're serving. Mm-hmm. And, and some people call that self-centered, uh, but really it's like getting back to that concept of you and me. I, when I'm in that conversation with a practitioner, it's not about me. Right. And period in the story. Now, if they make it about me, like, oh, you know, I read something or I heard something or you tweeted something, whatever. Generally, when I meet practitioners, I apologize. You know, at first, I just start off with an apology. Like, hey, I know who you are. It's like, hey, you know, I want to apologize. (laughs) Sorry. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get in front of this quickly. Uh, But but I don't start with, hey, let me tell you a little bit about, you know, Recruiting Daily or William Tidcup or whatever. I, I, I don't do that. And I think it's yeah. just a matter of practice that you put the other people first, which is practice. Yeah. You know, you know, our AI reference. Yeah. <laughs> practice. You talking about practice? <laughs> We're not talking about game. I remember AI. Oh. I yeah. remember those days. I was if, such a fan. For those that aren't basketball fans, uh Helen yeah. Iverson. That was our last shining moment. Hey. He was brilliant. Yes. He was brilliant. He was brilliant yes. in everything that he did. Changed the game. We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. <laughs> we ain't talking about the game. Like if you listen to the whole bit, it's actually really intelligent because he's like, yeah. "You're talking right now. You're talking to me about practice yeah. after the game. Yeah, we we just finished the game. Yeah, 
you're talking about practice. Yeah. Like, yeah. why would you? Why would you do that? Why right. would you be thinking that? Yeah. But the funniest thing, if you if you if you if you get into YouTube, put in uh, practice, and then Alan Iverson, and then put Morgan Freeman, and there's a comedian out there that's done this bit where he reads or he he does Morgan Freeman's voice. As Alan Iverson's <laughs> press conference, we'll have, to, we'll have to get the audio for it. And it is literally <laughs> genius. Like, oh nice. my god, stop the presses, genius. Nice. But it, you know, it's a great question, Ryan, because it's it's why did we get to where? How did we get to this place? Right. We got to this place because we're self involved. Yeah, and and you know, no slight on anybody or anything like that. No. But when we're dealing with practitioners, we have to put them on a pedestal. And we have to put them first and then solve for their pain. It's algebra, you know, X, X minus Y type stuff. Like what, what is your pain? Great. Right. Then let's just go talk about that and see, cause you know, here's the deal. Like you you mentioned this earlier, which I think is, is spot on. We become a resource, right? Right. So when someone tells me that, that, that example, I, I have, I have difficulty, William, I have difficulty with creating volume quality candidate flow like i can get right quality but not volume or i can get volume but not quality but i can't get them together and that's a very unique problem uh that that people have if you can't solve that let's say your software you know it doesn't do that bit it does something else Mm -hmm. it's an assessment play or it does something uh outside of that but if you know somebody else that does that Mm -hmm. You have a moral obligation, in my humble opinion, to then say, you know what, we don't do that. But but this guy did. I saw a demo of this firm at at SourceCon mm-hmm. and they do exactly what your problem is. They that that's what they do. That's their bit. That's all they do, and right. they solve that problem. I know a I know a gal over there, uh, she seems to be fantastic, super, super quality person. Let me put you in touch with her. Right, I'm not selling you anything, but what I am doing is I'm becoming a, a resource. Right, and this this actually comes. I was probably 17 years old, uh, and I worked for Walmart for about six years of my life. I worked for Sam Walton for a period of time, and uh, Sam and I were at one point. I was I was running hardware at several other departments, but mm-hmm. hardware was one of them. And I just so happened to be in hardware the day he came into our store. And uh, he comes up behind me. And at the time, you know, I have long hair, braided, you know. And uh, he comes up to me and he says, hey. I said, hey, Sam, what's up? You know, I, by this time I had known him for a couple of years, so I could, I could, you know, talk like that. And he said, so tell me, uh, if, a, if, a, if, if, a, if a customer comes in and wants a wood-handled hammer, uh, and you're out for whatever reason, the warehouse out, your stock, your stock's out. You just don't have them that particular day. You're out, but you have all the other types of graphite. You have all these other types of hammers, but you just don't have a wood handle hammer. So what do you do? <laughs> Naively, of course, I, uh, I said, well, I try to get them by a graphic. <laughs> Basically, Sam, I look at the most expensive hammer I got on the shelf <laughs> and he goes, and that's absolutely wrong. He goes, let's say you knew because you were in a Kmart or you're in Sears or you're at an Ace Hardware and you happen to see that they had wood-handled hammers. You have a moral obligation. 
he looked at me. My first name is Jeffrey. He said, Jeffrey, you have a, you have a moral obligation to tell that customer that you were in Ace Hardware two days ago and you saw wood hammer handled hammers. It's right down the street. You probably even know the price. Right. That's your obligation. That's how you build trust with your customers. That's how you build that. When you said resource, that's immediately what I thought of is that you want to be seen as that resource. Whether or not you're in marketing or sales or an executive, whatever, doesn't matter. You want to be seen as that resource. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at recruitingdaily.com. 